I was right in the middle of the market square. Not the cold one with seagulls and boats in Helsinki, but the one in Rasht, north of Iran, where I used to buy fresh groceries for my grandma. The sharp scent of smoked rice cut into the old memories just like a blade. The air smelled like it used to. Cherries, smoked fish, fresh cucumbers. Slowly, the wall of silence cracked inside my head. One by one I could hear the voices leaking through that green yonder. Wet pavement of the old market was shiny from the morning drizzle. An old man was sitting in the front of the tea house where all the sorrows could be washed away by a cup of tea while listening to the old tales told by the elders. Here in Rush's market, salesmen would always sing, sometimes about the freshness of their goods, sometimes about its price. What should I buy for Friday's dinner? Fresh garlic leaves and duck eggs? or smoked fish with spinach and rice. I couldn't remember which one my grandma asked for. She is always worried about Friday, as she thinks that the dinner should be dreamlike every time. As a family tradition, everyone gathers around at her table each Friday night. It's a warm and noisy party where kids usually play in the yard, adults chat while playing cards, Except for my uncle, my uncle Siavosh, who is more introverted. He's usually sitting in a corner reading a book or listening to some music with his funny-looking Walkman. He never does two things at the same time. He believes one has to put all effort and time to do things properly. The thing that he was doing most of the time was to escape from conversations or noisy children. As a kid, I always thought I was going to be like him when I grow up. Suddenly, I felt my mother's hand on my shoulder. She came out to take me inside as the thunder cracked open the sky. I was going to the kitchen when I noticed my uncle Siavosh was dancing under the rain. He had his book under his arm he was trying not to get it wet. The clouds seemed so close to the ground as I was watching him spinning around the fig tree. My mom was a bit annoyed. She knew that the rain takes the sweetness out of the figs, her favorite fruit. Every summer she was under the tree with a long stick in her hands, tapping the figs to fall. Each time she picked one from the ground, she looked like the happiest person in the world. And that tree was generous. It never stopped fruiting. Not until my grandma left us. It dried up just after a year. My uncle used to say that they shared the same roots. My grandma and the tree. The thunder was rambling as I watched Siavosh walking towards the porch. He looked unfocused through the steamy window as I blew some hot air to the glass. 
My grandma came close and drew some tiny footprints on the steamy window with her fingertips and smiled. I still do the same thing on the sauna window. Sauna. Sauna. Yeah, right. I was here in Finland. All of a sudden, all those images became blurry. Like some old footage from a handicam. Or um, a scene from a forgotten dream. Blue cross on a white background. It was a flag day again. Snow was keeping the trees in the deep sleep and the cross was dancing in the wind. Not more any sober than my uncle. I was sitting on the balcony, safe and distant from everything and everyone. And my cigarette was burning unsmoked. It was a cold spring, even by Finnish standards. But unlike no other season, it was a quarantined one. Even on such a sunny day, nobody dared to play outside or shake hands. Now even more distant from one another, no one dared to joke around the virus outbreak. It reminded me of the poem my grandfather used to mumble on the porch while cleaning his pipe. And if you ever greet them, they will not pause one instant to greet you back. Heads are hanging sternly lowly, and if you salute the passing friends, they will not raise their heads, they will not move their gaze, to even glance at your face. The sight is lost in an opaque thick haze, no sign of the stars, they no longer blaze. The eyes see no more but one step ahead. We pass silent and somber with our tumbling thread. To a passing man, it is your hand that you lend. Only hesitantly, he extends his to you. Alas, my friend. The air is bitter cold and cruel. The route is a dead end. You exhale and your breath turns into a dark cloud, raising insolently a wall in front of your eye. If this is your own breath, then what you could expect from your friends, of far away, or close by? I wonder if there is any difference now, being in Iran or in Finland or in Timbuktu. It should be all the same, closed inside, far from everyone else. For the first time in my life, I felt like everyone in the world is in the same place, no matter where they are from. But is that true? A wandering voice whispered in my head. Does everyone join the Friday dinner in a big noisy family? It mumbled again. No, darling. First of all, holidays are different here, so everyone's at work on Fridays. Secondly, 
Of course they also gather for family dinners, another voice replied. I interrupted both of them and said, Well, um, social distancing is a norm here. It is not because of the pandemic. It's an everyday practice. After living years in this building, I don't know any of my neighbors. The first year was weird. I used to say hi to everyone in the neighborhood, but they mostly looked at me as if I was crazy. Often they didn't even say hi back, and they don't usually say bye when they leave. They just disappear. Aren't you being a bit judgy today, my dear? The second voice disrupted my thoughts and continued. Every culture has its pluses and minuses. At least here people are more free. And they are not afraid if they get wet under the rain. They even kind of enjoy it. I realized that the voice was right. People were happier and more at ease with the environment here. In Iran, everybody is always afraid of something. Sometimes rain, sometimes snow, sometimes the hot summer, sometimes the cold of the winter. And most of the time, they are spooked by the police. At least here, the police is nicer than anywhere else. Even their name is cute. Polisi. In Persian, it sounds like a noise you would make when you see a cute kid. Polisi. <laughs> the wind stopped. The wet flag was wrapped around the pole like a scarf. I always wondered, who is that invisible guy who raises all the five million flags in all the flag days in Finland without anyone seeing him? We have many flag days here, and unlike in Iran, here people are proud of their flag. It is white like snow, blue like the thousand lakes. The Iranian flag is red, like blood. It has green, like the forest of Rasht, or maybe the fresh cucumbers in the market. And it also has white, with a red cancer sign on it, almost like a stain of blood. I remember it well. People don't like their flag in Iran. If some do, they like the old version of it, with a cute lion and the golden sun in the middle. But where was I? Yeah, in the middle of the market square, which now was just an old image in my cell phone. But what if I have to buy groceries for my grandma? She's not there anymore, and the market is closed. Nobody sings about the tomatoes or garlic leaves. Now every day is Friday, without the dinner party or the fig tree in the yard.